Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye, Donald. Goodbye, Donald. Goodbye, Donald. You're going to leave us now. And welcome back to Little Dan Radio, Talks from the Left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you are listening during the live broadcast, you can call in there, or you can sign up for your free blog talk radio account and join us in the chat room on the episode page. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you could leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan and at liberaldan radio on Twitter. Uh, there is also the uh, liberaldan radio minicast that you could listen to over on anchor.anchor.fm. If you go to minicast.liberaldan.com, it will redirect you right there. You could subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.liberaldan.com, and it will redirect you there as well. Um, Patreon.liberaldan.com to support the show uh, financially. Uh, you can subscribe and support it as for as little as $3 to be a minicast supporter, $5 to be a main podcast supporter. And you can also uh, be a producer, a hero producer, or you could buy advertising on the show or sponsor bits. I've added several more options on there. I'm also looking to try and get a um, get a uh, some T-shirts designed up and maybe doing them on a print by demand type uh, on print on a print by demand type situation until listenership raises up and then maybe we could do it another way. But I'm going to try and do that as well. I have a couple of ideas that we could uh, incorporate um, related to the show and, and beyond. Um, on speaking of our patrons, again, I do want to give a big shout out to both Cesar uh, and to Demonox. Cesar, again, my good friend over in California, uh, who was kind enough to support the show at the minimum level, which is all I asked for. Uh, and uh, Demonox also is supporting the show uh, as well. He's the first, the initial one. And uh, one of my bright points every, every once in a while, I mean, him are friend, also friends on Facebook after him becoming. Uh, one of my Patreons, one wasn't required to do the other, but uh, he, him and his girlfriend apparently like some of the stuff I produced. I made a funny TikTok uh, that his girlfriend apparently has watched several times. Uh, and then he, so far as the person who likes my parody that I made uh, for the You'll Be Back, uh, he likes that as well. And you can listen to that full version. It's on YouTube. Again, youtube.liberalband.com to bring to go there. You can find the Wolf Pipe Back uh, video, which has the audio and the lyrics over the top of it. Uh, but one of the uh, he he apparently uh, listens to it a bunch and he'll find himself singing it. Got into a, an argument with his boss over the fact that those aren't the lyrics to the song because he's singing my parody and not the, there's, there's nobody in Hamilton called Liberal Dan. There should be, damn it, there should be. But he said this to our, our 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 chat, and I just had to share it because it's just amazing, and it just made my week. So he'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. He'll fight back on the air. Call him up and show him that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and he'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear him on Blog Talk Radio Wednesday nights at 8. la da 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 So, there's that. 
again, made my week. Uh, he didn't record the one and the other. Apparently, even his girlfriend was like, why didn't you record it along with the music so it would be in sync? Uh, obviously, it's nowhere near in sync levels. But, um, but again, thank you for that. Uh, made my week. Uh, the World According to Knox is his podcast. Go give it a listen. Uh, he know what it is. He do what it do. Just like my little brother, uh, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh with the Percy podcast. Uh, support that podcast as well. Uh, he has a Patreon as well as I do. So please go support him and check out my Patreon as well. If I were to be able to, if I could find just 10,000, not 10,000, 10,000 at $1. If I could find like a thousand to do $10 a month, or if I, even if I did 3000 at $3 a month, that would be enough for me to, uh, Get this, keep this show rolling in perpetuity, and I wouldn't have to worry about anything else. Uh, it would be lovely. So I'm asking for that because um, software development gigs are not rolling in during the Rona, and I can't do ride sharing right now because my wife is immunocompromised and I can't put her at risk. But speaking of ride, in my commercials, I have taken away the the bit about advertising rideshare dan because i haven't really been doing much ride sharing so i haven't really been acting much like rideshare dan but there's a somewhat new thing that some of my ride sharing friends are talking about um about how another way that the rideshare companies are trying to uh i guess convince people to take less money for the work that they do for them and so usually it's forced on people uh, I, I'm thinking my, my, my theory is that they're trying this out now to see how many people will opt into this and then they'll just make that the new rate period. Uh, but I just think it's another way that they're trying to screw over drivers. Um, and I'm going to go into that in my video that I do most likely I'll make it tonight. Um, so if you happen to be a rideshare driver or know anybody that is, um, either subscribe to or have to subscribe to the YouTube channel Rideshare Dan, uh, and we could, uh, and, and I'll have that video. Also, it's Rideshare Dan on Facebook. Uh, you could check that out as well, and I'll post the video there too. Uh, so go, just go check that out. Um, again, I, I think they're just really trying to convince drivers that they're making more money, but in reality, they're not netting more money, and that's the thing. There's a huge difference between grossing more money and netting more money. And I'll go into that specifically on that video. Um, I did create a new video for Budgeteers as well. Um, my Disney-related blog, I think I'm still advertising that one in my commercial breaks. Um, so go check that out, especially if you've used uh, my tips over there for, the, uh, for how to save money when going to Disney. Although I don't think anybody should be going to Disney right now because... Well, you know, the COVID, which kind of then brings us to any the GOP death cult, because for a party that claims to be, quote, pro-life, end quote, I don't understand how they are so pro-death. I mean, if you look at what's going on with the COVID-19. You will see people that just reject science, that, that don't want to listen to the experts, that believe that the experts have some reason to lie to you, and who believe that it's more important to make money than it is to stay alive. They, oh, it's only... Uh, they'll, they'll say it's only it's a 99% recovery rate. That's what they'll say, and it's wrong because the even according to the White House, the case fatality rate is 3%. But even if it was just 1%, let's say everybody in the country got it. Let's not even say that. Let's say that 70% of the country got it. 70% of 340 million. Uh, would be 34, 68, uh, 98, 102, so 
And then with one percent case fatality rate, that would be two point four million. Two point four million deaths. To them, that's not a big deal. It's only one percent. They don't. But as I've said on this show before, the Republican Party, conservatives, a lot of conservatives. There are conservatives that obviously understand it, but there are a lot of conservatives who don't understand the concept of a rate and how if you if something has a you know, they'd be like, oh, that virus is much scarier because it has a death rate of, of 50%. But if it's not very communicable and only like 10 people get it, then five people are dead. And no, you don't want to see five people dead, but five people dead is, is and, and containing it to 10 people would be much better than 2% dead and having it spread to 240 million people or 1% dead. But it's 3%. So 3% case fatality rate, not 1%. So if, so if, so if you were going to have, 2.4 million people at 1%, then, that, then that's more like 7.2% million people dead if you're at the 3% case fatality rate. So they don't care about that because they rather, we want, we need to open back up the economy. People, people are dying from other reasons. Well, look, if you could show me, and, and they've never been able to do this. I've, I've asked this to several people. If you could show me where on the, uh, you could show me where on the, um, that there's been an increase of deaths because of suicide or alcoholism or drug abuse or other sorts of abuse, like um, spousal abuse, child abuse, whatever. If you could show me that, that those amount of deaths have increased more than the deaths from COVID then we could have that conversation that the, that the quarantining is worse than, than the disease itself. But here's the thing. They haven't showed us that. Furthermore, if we are seeing increased levels of alcoholism, drug abuse, death by suicide, death by those other things, there are ways to treat that without avoiding the whole thing with having, you know, not, not, we could be quarantined or socially distanced at the very least and not be, you know, ha- have those threats. Easy for me to say. I know I kind of stumbled on that one. But still, the point is that we, could, we don't have to stop being socially distant and keeping people at home because, you know, because of those things if we use other methods, you know, if we increase telehealth. If we um, if we increased uh, funds, you know, Mitch McConnell won't listen to and won't pass a bipartisan bill that the, the House Democrats and the Senate Democrats have agreed to, but Mitch McConnell won't let it on the floor uh, because he doesn't want to help people. He doesn't. He hates this country. He hates America, and he doesn't want to see those people be helped and, and enabled to. Do things like stay home and not be able to be stressed out. Because, look, I'll, I'll be flat out honest with you. I am stressed out about a lot of things pertaining to finance when it comes to COVID-19. I've been fighting with the SBA over increasing my EIDL amount, which is a loan, which still has to be paid back. But I'm fighting with the SBA over that and because they, they were being ridiculous. And they were ridiculous the last 17 times I've, I've appealed with them, it's because, oh, you didn't send us this document. And I did. I had sent them the document, and it was mind-numbingly crazy. This last time, they were like, oh, well, you haven't been giving us enough evidence to show that we need to adjust this loan for you. I mean, I explained it to you. I explained to you how I was conservative. I was thinking that I was only going to have $15,000 in, in economic losses because of the virus, because I was anticipating getting more uh, work from my uh, clients. I have not gotten more work from my clients, uh, and it's now six months later, and I'm seeing a a loss that's going to be much larger than what I thought it was going to be, a shortfall, I guess, of what I thought it was going to be. So, yes, I'm stressed out about this stuff. Yes, I can see why other people might be stressed out even more to a point where they might, you know, start drinking or start – I'm not doing it, but I understand other people might. But you can create – uh, a safety net for them to, to be able to call in and do telehealth and see shrinks or whatever and, and get the help that they need to get in order to in order in order to keep them from having to take those drastic measures. 
You could do that. And then you could do other things like give them financial help. Now, I think that there's a better way of doing it than requiring people to get unemployment to do it. I understand why they want to do it through unemployment. But in reality, if you just gave everybody a universal basic income in the short term, just every month, just giving them a universal basic income, then it works as increased unemployment for the people who are uh, not employed. But it also would work as hazard pay for the people who are employed. And that's one of the things that I think is missing here that should be implemented is that we should have some sort of hazard pay on top of, you know, increasing unemployment to help people stay home. Because the point is, is that if people don't need to go into work, they shouldn't have to go into work. We should also have a mortgage and rent freeze uh, and the universal basic income could help the people who rely on rent uh, for their income and rely on mortgages being paid for their income in order to, uh, in order to survive, to help them survive without getting those rents. There are, there are plans. Like I, I could go through my mortgage company and be like, you know what? I, uh, you know, I, I can't pay my mortgage. So let's, let, let, can you suspend it for me? And they'll do it. It's fine. But in, in my case, uh, my escrow account con- contributions are pretty much the same amount as my mortgage contribution. So it only reduces, you know, what I have to pay by like five, 600 bucks when I'm paying five, 500 bucks for the escrow stuff. I'm still going to have to put that money aside. I'm still going to pay for my property insurance, for my, for my, uh, for my homeowner's insurance, for my flood insurance. And I have two homeowner's insurance policies because I live in Louisiana and it's written weird because there's, coverage for storms and coverages for, for non-storms, for non-named storms. There's the normal homeowners like fire insurance. And then there's the regular other insurance that covers for hurricanes and the like that has a higher deductible. Why they can't all be one policy, who knows? But the, but the GOP will say, well, these people are going to die. You know, these people are dying at home. So let them go die at work. It doesn't make any sense. If the people are going to die at home because they don't have the resources, help give them the resources. Give them the resources so they don't have to die in the first place. And then they want to cut off Obamacare. They're suing to stop Obamacare. Hello? That's going to hurt even more people because they have no plan in place. What happens if the Supreme Court goes, well, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is unconstitutional, although – they were saying that the mandate seems to be unconstitutional, but but the, the, you had people like I think it was Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh or Alito, I think one of the two were talking about the severability, and the Trump administration is basically saying, well, this is not severable, and everyone else is like, well, no, it is. You've proven that it's severable because you you stopped enforcing the fine for not having not having insurance. So if you if if the, if the Affordable Care Act didn't die and wither away because you stopped enforcing the fine, then clearly the fine's not not something that's not severable. It is severable. So we can we can we can eliminate the the mandate without eliminating the entirety of the thing. I'm sure you're going to see Thomas and I'm sure you'll see Thomas and Alito and Barrett vote to overturn the whole thing. But I'm, I think you're going to see. Uh, Kavanaugh potentially join with Roberts, whatever, to say, you know what, the whole your, your arguments are not sound. Just like many of Trump's legal arguments are not sound, but that's not really the point of the conversation. But the point is that they, they, they want people to not have insurance coverage because they want people that they, they, they don't seem to have a problem with people dying, at least. You know, they, again, they claim to be pro-life, but they won't do what needs to be done to help people live. They won't in, maintain their insurance. They won't give them the, the funds that they need to, to allow them to, to last through this pandemic. They won't do anything except Donald Trump is, is concerned that he doesn't want to, he's not going to add the, to the national defense funding bill unless they, what they, they uh, terminate section two thirty, uh, which shields uh, websites from like Twitter and Facebook from getting sued over the content stated by their people. Of course, uh, as uh, Skooks at Skooks on Twitter states, um, my favorite curmudgeon on Twitter, he goes, does he even realize that if it weren't for this thing he's bitching about, he would never have gotten a single tweet published. He doesn't realize this because he's an idiot. This, this president is a damned moron, but it is what, what, uh, let me, let me let, 
Let me let Trump explain it. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so anyway, let's go ahead, take my first commercial break, and we'll, we'll continue talking about the GOP death cult and why they just apparently seem to just want people to die. Taking your phone calls as well, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? <laughs> Catch you on the team. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yada.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A. .liberaldan.com And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. And also, if you're listening live and you're on the Blog Talk Radio 
uh, web page. You can always go to the show thread. If, you have a, if you're signed in with your Blog Talk Radio account, which is free, join us in the chat, ask questions there. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Um, and of course, like one of the things that you can do if you wanted to uh, sponsor the show, you could sponsor the studios. The studios is, is one of the interesting ones because if the show does take off, the studios, you wind up getting more bang for your buck. Uh, because you wind up getting it mentioned in every hour that the show runs. So if, if for some reason the stu- the uh, podcast were to take off, it would behoove you to jump from like a regular advertiser position to the studio's position. Uh, that w- that would give you more bang for your buck, uh, more liberal Dan for your money. Uh, so like, because instead of me saying, you know, hey, welcome back to the uh, liberal Dan, you know, welcome back to liberal Dan Radio, talk from left, that's right, live from New Orleans, Louisiana, I'd be like, Welcome to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Live from the so-and-so studios in New Orleans, Louisiana. And then you'd also get advertising for your uh, business or website or whatever. What it, what, it, what it is, whatever it is you do, be more than happy to do that. The Yada thing is interesting too, though, because um, I was a little hesitant at first, but I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I'll put in 25 bucks. And by doing so, my second week, I was getting 100 free tickets for that week. Um, and then I think for every $25 you deposit into Yada, you get a ticket every week for that as well. So like this week, I put in another 25 bucks. So now I have $50 in there and I get two t- and I have two tickets. And if you make it recurring, I think you get some bonus tickets on top of that, um, which is a, a good way to put aside a little bit of money every week if you can afford to do so. Um, and I, I, I won 60 cents uh, and on my second week. Uh, was 60 cents on 25 bucks, about 2.4%. If, if that's all I put in there. Um, and I haven't, that's not even taken into consideration the potential savings bonuses that you get every month too. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of good things. And if you use my code liberal Dan, uh, you get a hundred extra tickets, uh, the week after you, you, uh, make your initial deposit. So go ahead and do that. And you, it's another way to support the show. And if you do that and let me know, I'll give you a shout out as well on the podcast. That's a, that's a way to do it without spending additional money. You're just putting money in your own account and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast as well, simply for backing one of my things that I'm using to sponsor the show. So there's all that. Now, when I thought of the show about the GOP death cult, um, you know, I've always, you know, I've, I've been critical for, for months since March really about how the, the lack of education, the lack of knowledge, like the people are, are being willfully ignorant about this uh, pandemic. If you go to my page, you know, so occasionally on, on Facebook, I will share things uh, that people say uh, that just have no basis in reality. Like we never did quarantining until now. False. Uh, we didn't do masking before. False. Uh, masks don't work. False. And lots of just false statements of these, and people are just choosing to be willfully ignorant. They're choosing, and, and, and willful ignorance is, is worse than regular ignorance, because if you don't know that you're wrong, then that's one thing. There's things I'm sure that I'm ignorant of, but not willfully so. You know, it's, it's well, maybe there's some things I'm ignorant on and willfully so, and th- those are bad things that you won't want to know. But the there there are things that you, there's no reason eight months into a pandemic that you should not understand how masks work. Well, if masks work, then how what? It, that's the thing. Anybody who says if masks work also probably believes that you wear masks to protect the wearer and not to protect the other people from the wearer. So there's that. Um, so I, I, it's just I just don't get it. But they're just, again, they're in such a rush to see people die, go back to coming back to work. You know, they're, you have some of them, again, that I was verbally threatened by one at a Winn-Dixie out here because I called his partner out for uh, not wearing a mask. And he was like, oh, I had to come over here because you were, you were uh, threatening my partner. I wasn't threatening your partner. Yeah, I raised my voice because your partner raised his voice at me. 
Um, and I'm not saying partner that they were lovers or romantically involved. They're just, that's how we referred to his friend as his partner. So um, this guy got all up in my face. And I was like, look, stay six feet out. I'll get as close to you as you want, as you want me to, as I want to or whatever. And if I would have had a grocery cart on me, I would have stuck the grocery cart between me and him and, and, and kept him from getting close to me. Um, but then he followed me out to the, to the, to, to the parking lot. It was like, I would have shot you right now if it wasn't for the cameras around. I'm like, I really didn't think that he would have shot me. And he, he pretended to like reach for something and I didn't flinch. And I think he was surprised that I didn't flinch. I think he was wanting to try and scare me, make me piss my pants or whatever, but maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I just was calling his bluff and maybe I'm just that good at poker. Who knows? Um, speaking of which, I did win my poker game on, on Friday. That was excellent. Um, I, I beat, I destroyed people. I was like, I just was boom, boom, boom. Anyway, but the other thing about the GOP death cult is like, they, they hate when criminals don't die. They hate when people, they want to make excuses for when people die. You look at what happens with the police shootings and when, when people die, uh, you, you're Breonna Taylor's, your Tamir Rice's. Well, they make excuses for their deaths instead of trying to punish the people who are acting unlawfully as police. That's what they do. They, they will make excuses for it. And then when people are arrested and put into jail, um, and it was ruled recently that um, 10 to 2, uh, rulings that put lock people up are unconstitutional, um, especially ones that put people to death. And so you overturn those rulings, but you have people who, you know, I, I've, I've, I've talked about uh, Jeff Carrera's show on uh, ringside politics on the local radio station. Um, and he, he's involved, I think now with America's voice nationwide, trying to get himself syndicated. Good for him. Again, it, it just goes to show you that it's much easier to make it in conservative radio than it is to make it in liberal radio. I speak from experience on this. And and why we need to be supporting our liberal podcasts and getting a farm team so that we can have people who are going to eventually go and be syndicated nationwide. Um, we need to help spreading the message and fighting the lies and Stuff like that, and I have a whole video about that on YouTube. Well, and not just imploring you to support me. I mean, obviously, I want you to support me, but I also want you to support other other podcasts, like the World According to Knox, uh, Percy Podcast, and other podcasts as well. Um, that you know, especially podcasts from uh, marginalized groups, um, to make sure that they are represented uh, in media as well, because it's very important to have representation. Um, so. Um, but these people are in such a rush to, well, why haven't, why hasn't, why are there so many appeals? Why do we have to have so many appeals is what they'll ask. They'll, they'll wonder why somebody's sitting on death row. Uh, you know, why does he get to make, so why are they still sitting in jail 10 years later? Why aren't they, why aren't they killed already? But we'll ask because they are in a hurry to kill them. It's bloodlust. They are just full of bloodlust. And not just for against the criminals. I mean, you see the people, there was the, there's the group of people who threatened that woman, uh, Whitmer, over in Michigan. Uh, you have GOP people in Georgia now receiving death threats because of certifying the election. These people are just so quick to, to resort to violence to solve their problems. An inept politician who had no idea what he was doing was completely in over his head. But they're so willing to just resort to just use violence. Rittenhouse runs in, runs over and tries to, you know, after having a day of like cleaning up graffiti, which if, if, if all Rittenhouse did that day was go clean up graffiti and help clean the areas that were defaced and then went home, fine. Not, no, no problem with that. But he went and brandished a gun. He went and walked with a gun he was not legally entitled to possess according to the state of Wisconsin and he murdered somebody he shot people and you know if you watch my video on that I kind of go over the points made by another conservative 
YouTuber. And I'm like, look, you're, you're, he, all of the things that you have to do in order to qualify for self-defense, he didn't do. You can't be breaking the law. He was illegally carrying a weapon. You can't uh, be defending. You can't defend the property. You can't defend the, simply be there to defend property and take and use deadly force. And you can't use any force to defend property if you don't have some connection to that property. I go into that in more detail over there as well. But these conservatives are supporting Rittenhouse and they're paying his bond. Rick Schroeder paid part of his bond. It's ridiculous that what is going on with that. And and they're justifying this this, this little murdering kid, allegedly, um, who we see it on video, him shooting people, him shooting somebody. And who's to say that those other people weren't defending themselves against him? They have the right to self-defense, don't they? But the reason that, that this, show, this show came to mind is that you have Donald Trump now signed, I believe signed an executive order or the Justice Department has amended the rules on federal executions which would allow death by firing squads or poison gas if those forms of punishment are allowed in the states that they would be done in. If a state allows for a firing squad, the, gov- the government said, let's see, the Justice Department official told the AP that the federal government will never execute an inmate by firing squad or electrocution unless the relevant state has itself authorized that method of execution. But they're still expanding. And there's like five, I believe it's five, that are, that are being set up to take place uh, before uh, in, in Donald Trump's, the rest of his lame duck session while he's a lame duck. And they're like rushing to get these five done. Why is there a need to rush to kill people? Are you afraid that Biden would come in and be like, oh, well, these people I think are innocent or should be pardoned and we should, I mean, the death penalty is, we've shown that the death penalty is clearly imperfect and it doesn't work as intended. And we have plenty of situations where we've had people locked up who were improperly prisoned, unjustly prisoned for 20 plus years or more. How many people have we executed as a, as a country who should not have been in prison? That's the thing. Of course, an eye for an eye leaves everyone blind is what the saying says. We should not be happy to kill people. Are there some people who should get the death penalty? Probably. I, I'm, not, I'm probably going to say yes. There are some people. Like if you uh, murdered and raped a bunch of children, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here crying for you that we used, a, that we used, a, that we used a, an electric chair on you, that we gave you lethal injection. But I'm not going to be in a rush to do it either. I want to make sure that we have all our I's dotted, all our T's crossed. I want to make sure that we know that this person was legitimately the person that did it without any doubt. It shouldn't even be, re- it shouldn't even be a, a thing of reasonable doubt to convict. Any doubt. There should be no doubt in our minds that these people did what they did before executing them. And again, we shouldn't be in a rush. It shouldn't be something that, you know, if you, if you want to go back to biblical times, because a lot of these people who are conservatives love to talk about the Bible. But if you want to go back to biblical times, I think what if a Supreme Court, not a Supreme Court, I'm not looking at the Supreme Court, if the high court in uh, underneath the Torah, the rules of the Torah, if they punished one person by death in a span of 70 years, it was considered to be a bloody court, if you will. Like the idea that you would you you want to do that, that you want to murder somebody, is morally reprehensible. You shouldn't want to kill people at all, but there are people that do, and these people are aptly called deplorables because well, that's what they are. They 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 are people that nobody should want to see anybody dead. I mean, I, I've had some bad relationships with people. I'm saying you should go out and kill those people. You know, you shouldn't be, you know, yeah, let's go murder. Yeehaw! 
But these people just are obsessed with death. They're obsessed with their death. That's why they're obsessed. A lot of people who are obsessed with guns are obsessed with death. Now, look, have I thought to myself that it might be a, a reasonable idea to be a law-abiding to, to as a law-abiding citizen own a weapon for self-defense? Maybe. Uh, I mean, that's a conversation that I would have with my wife, and I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to to, to owning something that could help us defend ourselves, even though there is some evidence to show that when people do that, there is more of a chance that you're going to see uh, accidental deaths than, than you are ever going to use it to defend yourselves and your family. But when you have raving bunches of lunatics who are flying MAGA flags, who are marching around brandishing their, their firearms all over the place, it makes you want to be, feel a little concerned about the fact that, you know, these people are unhinged. These people are, are, are not following any sort of facts, logic, or reason, and they're willing to kill people just because their guy lost. So it, 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 it's a little frightening that these people are willing to do that. And they're going to do it without masks and kill people that way, too. So even if they don't shoot anybody, they're still going to kill somebody because they're going to, they're going to be at these super spreader values. Look at the – there's the retake or, or the stop the steal uh, thing in Georgia. And I was trying to – there was a video that was on Twitter. And I was trying to isolate the sound, but for some reason the video wouldn't play. And he was basically – there was this guy who was wearing a MAGA hat saying that you, you shouldn't vote for Loeffler or the other Republican. You should, they, they need to earn your vote, and you shouldn't vote for them because this is a rigged election. And I'm like, go right ahead. Tell, please keep your conservatives home so that we can have a Democratic victory in those two seats and the Democrats can control the Senate and be able to actually do things over the next two years until the next elections come up. Please let that happen. But, you know, odds are it's not going to happen. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not convinced – uh, that that the Democrats can win both, but if they do, it'd be wonderful. That's very important, you know, because if you if the Democrats don't take those two seats, well, guess what happens? You're going to have two more years of GOP obstruction. Mitch McConnell's not going to do anything to help this country at all. Um, at all. Um. So anyway, let's go ahead and take the last commercial break, uh, and we can come back again. Take your calls as well. Uh, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? Catch you on the team. Would- 
Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yada.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation is 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Uh, other topics that I'd want to talk about today, um, Barr, uh, William Barr, uh, basically told said that Donald Trump is... Uh, uh, it does not have a shot to win because there's no evidence of any fraud that would overturn any state's elections, let alone the uh, the entirety enough enough states for him to either win the electoral college to to, uh, to get the electoral college votes so that he could win, or to force it to go to the house, which would then mean Donald Trump wins because you vote by state. Um, and now, uh, as uh, they reported last night. Um, POTUS is actively considering firing Barr and replacing with somebody more willing to do his bidding on the election and Durham. Uh, so there you go. And just one other person that Donald Trump can't get his way, um, then he's going to fire you and do something else. Uh, but I mean, why would you fire somebody? You know, I guess you got a month and a half to go. What are the odds that you get somebody in there and all of a sudden that person's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll serve you for a month and a half. I'll, I'll pilot the Titanic into the iceberg. That's fine. That's what he'll do. Um, Donald Trump's also considering, uh, the, it's been reported at least, that Donald Trump is considering preemptively pardoning his kids, his son-in-law, and himself. I'm I'm not sure that one can pardon oneself. Um, I think that would have to be left to the Supreme Court. Of course, the Supreme Court is currently in his hands, uh, be, you know, for most issues, and that's why I think what he wanted he wanted to be able to have a Supreme Court that would get his back and would rule in his favor. Um, I, but his his if it was close in the election, but it's not close. I mean, Trump lost in a landslide. So I don't think the people in the Supreme Court, at least enough people in the Supreme Court, are that stupid uh, to be able to say, "Hey, uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna hand you the election anyway." I don't think it's gonna happen at this point. Um, but uh, would they say that he can pardon himself? I don't know. I don't know if they would do that or not. I don't think it's necessarily something that he would or should be able to do. I think somebody else should have to pardon you. Um, but you know, people are saying that. If, if if they're seeking to get pardoned, 
isn't that them admitting to a crime? And in reality, you know, a lot of people will definitely think that. I mean, if, if I didn't commit any crimes, then I would not think to myself, well, I, clearly I need a pardon, even though I've committed no crimes. But this is Donald Trump we're talking about. Donald Trump literally is paranoid. He thinks everybody's out to get him. So clearly he's going to think that everyone's going to be out to get his kids too. So what he's going to say is he'll probably say something like, they're not guilty of any crimes. With all of the Democratic hoaxes that are out there, we need to make sure that we preemptively stop these Democratic hoaxes. So because of all these Democratic hoaxes, I'm going to pardon my children because otherwise, you know, the Democrats are going to make up their hoax. Hoax, 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 hoax. Be like Santa Claus. Hoax, hoax, hoax. Um, Because... It is what it is. And that's why he would do it. Because he, he, again, believes that everybody's out to get him and his family. So why wouldn't he then pardon as many people as he could? You know, we'll we'll see if it happens. I'm, I'm I'm not holding my breath on it not happening, but I think that if it does happen, I think that's going to be his stated reasoning behind it. Not that he believes that they committed crimes. He's not going to say that. He's going to say all the Democratic hoaxes forced me to have to give these pardons before any charges come due. Because if they don't, other charges will come through, and they will try and lock my kids up. That's what's probably going to happen with that. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and call this an end uh, to this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Again, all of the different ways you can support the show. If you go to liberaldan.com, you can find all those ways to do it. Most important being uh, support the Patreon. If you can do so, three, five, ten bucks a month, that'll really help the podcast spread and be able to do things. If you can't afford anything, I understand a lot of people can't. Please go support the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.liberalband.com subscribe to that if i get to a thousand subscribers i can then start monetizing once i have enough food so next week this is dan zimmerman with little dan radio talk from the left that's right